So what is hyperbaric oxygen therapy for wound healing? I'm sure it's conjuring up images right now in your brain of what that is, but this is really a great way to promote healing. So we're going to learn more with Gillian Covert, Regional Nurse Manager at UPMC Wound and Hyperbaric Centers of Central Pennsylvania. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC. I'm Bill Klaproth. Gillian, it is a pleasure to talk with you on such an interesting topic. So thank you so much for your time. So first off, can you explain to us what exactly is hyperbaric oxygen therapy or HBO? Sure. I would love to talk about that. And thank you very much for having me. Hyperbarics or hyperbaric oxygen therapy is the use of oxygen, 100% oxygen, as a drug under increased barometric pressure. When we're just wandering around doing everyday normal things, we breathe 21% oxygen. So in order to provide this therapy, we put you in a vessel that is pressurized up to, for our settings, two and a half or two atmospheres, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, at 100% oxygen. And when we do this, it helps to heal wounds and heal tissues within the body to treat a couple of different diagnoses. The pressure of two atmospheres or two and a half atmospheres is equivalent to approximately 33 to 48 feet of seawater, which you don't feel. It's not something that you feel as if you would if you were to dive down 33 feet, but it is the equivalent of that amount of pressure. So basically, oxygen promotes healing. Is that right? Yes. Not directly, but yes. <laughs> okay. So by hyperoxygenating the tissues, which is done when we put you in a vessel and increase the pressure and utilize 100% oxygen, we're able to dissolve oxygen into the plasma of your blood. Usually, it's just your red blood cells. So by doing that, we can send oxygen to the tissues in the same way we do when we breathe but more so. And by doing that, we create an environment where a couple of different things can happen. We can promote the release of stem cells. We reduce inflammation. We create an environment where our body can build new blood pathways to increase the oxygenation even more. And all of those things working together to include increased collagen to formation of wound areas will help with better healing. Got it. So basically, the oxygen therapy is helping our bodies to do its job better. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Love that. Okay, so Gillian, who can receive what we're calling HBO, hyperoxygen therapy or HBO? Who can receive HBO? What are the approved diagnoses for this? So hyperbarics is monitored or reviewed or indicated by the UHMS, the Undersea and Hyperbaric Medical Society, and they have a list of indications that are approved. And then we also, as a provider, follow the guidelines of the national coverage determination for Medicare and Medicaid. And most of those diagnoses match up. Some, but not all, are indicated from either party. For UPMCs, Central Pennsylvania and statewide wound and hyperbaric centers, we primarily deal with diabetic foot ulcers, chronic refractory osteomyelitis, which is a persistent bone infection, if you will, and irradiated tissue damage, 
failed flaps. We can also do treatment for retinal artery occlusions, which we don't do very frequently because there are some things that have to be met in the short term, and it's a quick turnaround. When we are watching TV or looking at movies or things like that, we often see a lot of treatments for carbon monoxide poisoning or necrotizing fasciitis, which are pretty impressive issues, but we do not treat those at UPMC with our monoplace chambers. It's usually done in multi-place chambers. And of course, in the movies and on TV, treatment of the bends, but we are pretty landlocked here. And those treatment protocols are much more extensive than what we do when we're talking about wound healing. Right. So then what is expected during therapy? This conjures up all kinds of images of somebody laying in the big chamber. Maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. So how does this work? How does the therapy happen? So when we treat patients, the expectation for the scenario is you come into my center and there are a lot of pieces that a lot of T's to cross and I's to dot in order to make sure that it's safe for therapy but you will come into the center five days a week, upwards of six weeks, maybe longer, depending on what the diagnosis is. And we get you ready for therapy by giving you our scrubs at 100% cotton or more than 55% cotton at the very least. And we check your lungs and we check your ears and we get vital signs and we put a ground wire on you and we do a couple more things to maintain a safe environment because at 100% oxygen, we have a risk for fire safety and issues. And then you are slid into the chamber and the oxygen is disseminated throughout the body by breathing in the 100% oxygen. So when you see things like an arm inside a plastic bubble and it's having oxygen thrown at it, that may be beneficial for something. I don't know, but it's not hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So the whole body then is in the chamber. Is that right, Gillian? Yes, that's correct. And the reason for that is because we need to pressurize the vessel. The whole body is at two and a half atmospheres and breathing in that pressurized oxygen at 100%. Right. And the value is that breathing in. So that's why you have to be in the vessel because you have to intake this oxygen, then which is going to promote the healing. Correct. And we need the pressure in order to dissolve that oxygen into the plasma to be disseminated throughout the entire body. We are, again, using it almost as if it were a drug. So you take penicillin because you have an infection of some kind and you know it goes into your stomach and it is disseminated throughout the whole body, even though maybe you just have an abscess on your arm. Right. That makes sense. So who is a good candidate for this? What needs to be done to receive therapy? So we do a lot of things to clear patients for therapy to include, but not necessarily always limited to an echocardiogram to check the ejection fraction for your heart to make sure that you can withstand those pressures medically. And we have a long form that checks off different medications that can interact with therapy and we get a chest x-ray to make sure that there's no partial lung collapse or scar tissue that might inhibit your ability to withstand the treatment. Again, the only contraindication that absolutely indicates that you may not receive hyperbaric oxygen therapy is a collapsed lung, an active collapsed lung. If you had one 20 years ago, that doesn't mean that you can't receive therapy now, but that's why we get the chest x-ray to make sure that your lungs are in good shape to receive therapy. 
And of course, we go over lots of safety forms and make sure that you don't have any implants of any kind or other medical issues that might decrease the safety to the therapy. So how long generally does a session last? From the time you go into the chamber until you come out is anywhere between one hour and 50 minutes to two hours and 10 minutes. Again, depending on the protocol, which is indicated by the diagnosis. And sometimes it can take a little longer because you have to pop your ears. It's much like going up over the mountain or up in a plane. So you need to equalize. And sometimes our patients have problems equalizing their ears. So we slow down the ascent or the descent so that they have time to pop their ears. And that can add a couple of minutes. But the therapy itself is 90 minutes at 100% oxygen. Wow, that's really interesting. So as we wrap up, Gillian, is there anything else you want to add? Anything else we need to know about hyperbaric oxygen therapy for wound healing? Well, probably a whole lot, Bill. No, I think that, I think we've got it basically covered. Right. We've touched the surface. Yes. We've touched the surface. Is there anything just in, in closing that you want to mention about this type of therapy? I encourage people to pursue it as needed, and I am excited about the future of hyperbarics. They are doing clinical trials all the time to open up new diagnoses, and it is such an important thing in reference to non-healing wounds, and it's a pretty exciting field. Yeah, it is. And where can you receive treatments? There are centers all throughout Pennsylvania and all throughout the world. UPMC has five central Pennsylvania locations in Lidditz and Hanover, Carlisle, Harrisburg, and Mechanicsburg. Wow, that's good to know. So you've got the area covered for hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Well, I know there is a lot more to learn about this, but this certainly has created awareness and given us information and education on hyperbaric oxygen therapy and how it certainly can promote and help wound healing. Gillian, thank you so much for your time. This has really been interesting. My pleasure. Thank you. And once again, that's Gillian Covert. And for more information, please visit upmc.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.